Hey everyone, welcome back to the Backline Soccer Podcast. I'm Ian, and I'm here with the boys. I'm Michael. This is Max, Papi Chulo Torres. Here we go. All right, guys. I'm glad we're here. We're all in one piece. We're safe. We're healthy. How's everyone doing, Max? What you What you saying? Hanging in there, dude. Yeah. How was your weekend? I uh, had my birthday party. It was nice. Oh, dude, we went laser tagging. You went laser. Wait, where'd you go? Though? Throw back to uh, third grade. Somewhere in like Milwaukee. I was gonna say you had to go to the Burbs for that. Yeah. I don't think they have laser tag dude, in the city. Is the place that's off of not on 99, but it's like that main stretch of Mil- Milwaukee Expressway? think so it's next to the cinemas yes yeah oh. yeah, yeah, yeah fucking love that it's place. a two-story so <laughs> two-story deal damn and uh yeah i mean we were it was fun it was cool you know little kids just running around just yeah yeah shooting a weed shit <laughs> fuck it you know um and then, and then i did the there, there's like an arcade and there's like a punch you know the oh yeah i always do good in that i don't know why i yeah. just got some good leverage yeah beat the high score Got those long keeper arms, yeah, dude. dude. The spaghetti arms. <laughs> the spaghetti arms. <laughs> the spaghetti arms. Uh, no, laser laser tag spots always remind me of workaholics. Isn't there a workaholics episode sure. where they're like yes, they're playing, they play laser tag like the whole episode? And they're or like on shrooms or something. Yeah. Oh, something it's like some, that. Yeah. Some drug on, yeah. yeah, they're definitely on drugs. Um, but yeah, that was cool. And then I got pretty lit for my birthday. As one does. As one does. Um, and then. Woke up, watched the F1 race. Nice. In Bahrain. Um, so, what time did that start? Like, that what, was at 1 p.m.? I recorded it, and I think. Oh. <laughs> That's not bad. I woke up at 9. Actually. I was going to say, there's no way you watch that shit live. Like, as I was falling asleep, I put it on. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Nice. Uh, that was pretty much it. Nice. What about oh. you, Michael? I actually had a good weekend. Yeah. It was nice and chill. I uh, got to see some friends I haven't literally haven't seen in over three years. From Eugene? From or? Eugene, yeah. Nice. So they moved up here in Tualatin, and it was just nice to see them and hang out for a while. Went yeah. to McMinimins after family to go to other places. Mm-hmm. It was just packed on the Saturday. Um, did you get food at McMinimins? And if so, what's your what, how do you like the food at McMinimins? I honestly Question. love McMinimins. It also depends yeah. which one you go to. So Fair. I went to the one in Cedar Hills. That's okay. one of one of our go to spots. Um, I just get the Junior's Jumbo Deluxe. Just keep it simple, but with Cajun tots. Oh, okay. you can't go wrong with the Cajun tots, yeah, dude. dude. Damn, I miss those now. I haven't thought about no, those Cajun tots they're in a minute. So they're fucking good. <laughs> yeah. No matter where you go, the Cajun tots are just too good. Um. Yeah. So I kind of like grew up going to McMinimins. My dad loves McMinimins. So like when we would go out to eat as a kid, we most of the time we went there. Yeah. So I'm like, at least as far as the food goes, I'm totally burnt, burnt on yeah, it. That's fair. The beer though, I love their beer. The Rubinator. The Rubinator. Yeah. I got this guy in Rubinators. You know about Rubinators? Mm. Not everyone knows. Yeah, it's kind of like a secret menu sort yeah. of deal. It's a, um, it's the mix between their Ruby, which is like a, it's like a raspberry or blackberry stout, I think. Interesting. Okay. And it's combined with the Terminator. Oh, I know that one. That yeah, everyone knows that one. Right? So next time you go there, get a, get a Rubinator 
you won't be sorry. I convinced him to get it. He was like, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I was like, trust me, do it. He got it. He liked it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Pretty good. Yeah. I would say that's the only beer I get there now. But you yeah. can't go wrong with uh, Cajun Tots and Scooby Snacks. See, I don't have enough for Scooby Snacks. I wanted to, but I didn't have enough for it. Yeah. Those ones, <laughs> they're so good together. But they are good. I mean, okay. Scooby Snacks in general are just good things. So. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, it was just nice and chill. Relaxed with the lady. Nice, yeah. That's pretty much how mine went too. Like Saturday was the probably the high point as far as like family time goes. We went on a family run down to like the waterfront, um, to like the footbridge down there to like oh, the yeah. crossing. Got coffee on the way back. Walked Where'd back. Um, it's called Oracle. It's like oh, right yeah, down the, on the water. The it's it's like a plant based coffee shop. Yeah. Really good coffee. Super expensive. Yeah. Um, but the coffee is really good. Um, yeah. And then from there, I just tried to watch as much footy as I could mm-hmm. and took my son to his swimming lessons on Sunday. And that just was. Imagine your son just in the water. Dude. <laughs> like, laughing every time you say he's that. a fish, man. Like, he, he loves to go underwater. Like, he. The, at this lesson since it's like such a young age you're supposed to like put him up on the ledge and then like ease him in when you mm-hmm. put him under and he like wants to like jump just, in yeah he's better than me i can't even swim i'm 29 <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's got a he's got a bit of a head start on you but um, a little bit there's still hope for you michael <laughs> maybe i've given up at this point but yeah that, that's uh what my weekend held um max i'm glad you enjoyed your mm-hmm. birthday celly the birthday boy. The birthday boy. Oh, man. Dude, that's me. I'm the, I'm the birthday boy. You know? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 31 or 13? Um, but, Max, what, what kit do you, or what oh, shirt do you have I'm on here? Wearing, this is a really cool one. Um, I love that shirt. Now, it's, it's so the nice. Hendrix kit from the Sounders. Now, you don't know this. Um, so, the my connection with the Sounders, one of them, her name's Natalie. Shout out, Natalie. Um, she's my, I grew up with her, she's my neighbor, and we've just been friends ever since, and she got me this as a Christmas gift, and it's a nice. game used, oh, uh, nice. Shea, who is it, Helpnew? I forgot how to say his name. Help, help out? Yeah, Shea, Shea, Shandon, 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 um, <laughs> Helpnew, I, I, you, if you would know him. Yeah, he, yeah, but, um, I recognize the name. Game used. Nice. Jersey. Yeah, it looks good. It's got yeah, it's got all the patches on it. It's yeah. got the, the two stars. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. The two stars will get me. Yeah. yeah. The the Hendrix shirt is just it'll go down as one of the best. One of the greatest. And, and not only in Sounders history, but probably in MLS yeah, as well. Honestly. Because um, everyone still talks about it even to this day. Yeah. But Michael, looks like you just got a hoodie on. I just got a Adidas hoodie on, but like, I'm sitting right behind the my Manchester City kit. Yeah. The last one last time they had Nike as their sponsor. Who's the first player you think of when you see that? Yaya Torre. Really? Yeah. Aguero for me. That's fair. Yeah. Before we switched to number 10? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was he, 16? He was 16. Yeah. Mm. Um, and then I have on, um, not a jersey, but I have on sort of a soccer-related hoodie. Um, it's this local to Portland brewery called Away Days. Um, and a lot of the beer that they brew, they like... The owner of the brewery produces and designs the labels and the names of the beer, and they usually are tied into something with soccer. Like there's a there's a pale ale that's called um, I think it's called what golf, 
Wales, Madrid, in that order. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's it's obviously a tribute to Gareth Bale. Golf Hales. Yeah, he probably did like a play on words yeah. with it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, got this um, over the weekend. Um, and it's also the futsal team that I play for. And I almost wore the the shirt, but I didn't want to overdo it with the shirt and the hoodie. Oh, you have to. <laughs> I got it. You got to match. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go full Yeah, Wayday's Brewery. Yeah, Wayday's Brewery. If you're in, if you're in Portland, if you're in Portland, go check them out. They're over on the east side off of Hawthorne. It's a really, really cool spot. But, yeah, unless you guys want to talk about what you're drinking, we're all kind of, like, drinking same, the same thing, same thing as we it always are. Always, yeah. yeah, so. For now, it's just the tea. Cool. We'll, we'll get into it then. Um, we're going to kick things off with um, Sounders match review, and then we'll give you guys a quick overview of week one matches. And then we're going to um, educate you on a couple. We each drew a couple teams uh, from MLS, and we're, we're just going to educate you guys on – the hist- a little bit of history of those teams, what they're up to now, um, some notable players, stuff like that. Um, and then we'll draw some new teams at the end of that segment. And then um, we'll just close you guys out with what we're going to be covering moving forward and shit to look forward to. So, yeah. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to talk about the Sounders versus Real Salt Lake match. Uh, just a dominating performance yeah. from the Sounders. One, another one. Two, another one. 2-0. Scoreline isn't as great, but if you watch the if you watch the match, you damn well know the Sounders were the better team. Yeah. One thousand percent. Yep. I didn't get to go to it this time around. Oh shoot. But I did get to watch it live yeah. and it was I loved every bit of it. Yeah, it was a really fun game to watch. I feel like Salt Lake they 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 looked okay in the opening like stages of the game, but as the game wore on they just they couldn't hang with the Sounders, no, and, it, and, it, and it became really obvious when Sounders were doing all the back heels and oh. rolling the ball under their feet. And it's just like when you when you hit when you hit the later stages of a game, and it's still kind of tight. Mm-hmm. Like two 0 is a deceptive lead. Like yeah. it seems like a lot, but it's not a whole lot. Um, but when you're doing that around teams, when you're only up one nil, two nil, in the later part of the game. A lot. It says a lot. It says a lot about the form that Sounders find themselves in, and it says a lot, unfortunately, for Salt Lake of where they're at in mm-hmm. comparison to like the top teams yeah. or what are supposed to be the top teams. Um, but yeah, wh- where are we going next, Michael? I'm gonna do a quick stat rundown. Okay. So the most like ones that stand out the most possession Sounders kept sixty uh, percent. Real yeah. Salt Lake only kept forty. Like it was obvious, Sounders kept the ball the entire time. Like, like mm-hmm. you were just saying, little back heels, little flicks here and there. Yeah. Even when they're do- they're doing that shit in the box. Like, yeah, yeah. The confidence that they had mm-hmm. in this one. Uh, nineteen shots to seven. Oof. Absurd. Yeah. yeah. Like it was just it was just silly. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, to be fair, there were some at some point Sounders just taking pot shots just for fun. Yeah. But, like, yeah. They could. They had the time and the space to. Do you have how many we had on target? Eight on target okay. versus their two. What I was just going to say is um, when I see that many shots and only two goals, mm-hmm. I, I kind of – and I felt like this during the game too. I'm not just saying this reactionary now. We could – Sounders could afford to be a little more clinical. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Looking at some of the highlights, I was like, dude, we should have been up like 
at least two more goals. And that's how I felt against Colorado, too. Yeah. Um, finishing is a clean it up in a way. Yeah. But do you think it's because of the striker that we have up top, or do you think it's just the know. overall team? I think it's the overall team. Cause okay. I saw Hever miss an open – like, he was one-on-one with the keeper. I yeah. Remember. And then there was another one from – that hit the post. I think it was Raul. Oh, when he came on in the second half? Yeah, he hit, mm. he hit the post on one of them. Mm. And then there was another one in the first half, I think. Raul will, will let it fly because it's yeah. his first minutes yeah, of the season. Yeah, I'll let it fly. <laughs> he did look lively, though, and just yeah, in the he did. 10, 20 minutes yep. that he had on the pitch. Like, yeah. He did. Yeah, he, and, and that one that he hit off the post, he had one other shot. I think he scuffed it. He was pissed with himself. He, oh, yeah. he was living. He's I mean, hungry. Is, He's but... hungry, yeah, which yeah. is a Once great they, sign. Yeah. Great sign. He's super hungry. And then hungry. the thing was uh, Vardis didn't play. He no, wasn't he wasn't. Team. Yeah, he That's didn't even make I the know, team. I saw that. I was just like, huh. Dude, I think with him, they're going to take their time just because he's still only 17. Yeah, exactly. That's I what know. I was going to say. I, I want to see him so bad, but I know I do too. I'm not even sweating about it because, like you said, he's 17 and, like, you, you, you have to, like, that's a kid. Like, legitimately, that's a kid. A child. Think about the way you were acting when you were 17. <laughs> like, you know, so they, they have to, yeah, exactly. They have to, like, not, and I'm not saying he's a fucking idiot because he's, he's a professional athlete. He's yeah. leaps and bounds to where we, we were, were yeah. when we were 17. But still, he's a kid. So they got to, like, they got to nurture it. They got to make sure he's. Yeah, exactly. Make sure he's healthy. I think it's smart what they're doing with him. The team, we don't really, like, need him right now. Yeah. And I think, like, Max, you were saying, you, I want him to play. I want, and I want him to play too. Yeah. But that's just me being, like, selfish. I think from. Yeah. Like a holistic perspective, I like what the Sounders are doing with him, letting him take his time. Whether it's him wanting to take his time or the club yeah. being like, you need to pump mm-hmm. the brakes a little bit. Yeah. You know I, think, I, I think after last season, like I feel like they rushed players back too early from injuries, especially like Raul, yeah. for example. So yeah. they're, they're learning from their mistakes. I hope yeah. they do. Shoot, that's just that injury squad, man. Um, one thing that I noticed too is with injuries, with respect injuries, when we. Um, Literally, we have the same squad on, other than Raul, from our Champions League. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's like we're fucking doing work yeah. already. So it's, yeah. it's really encouraging. And they always say, <laughs> don't call it a comeback. That's what the whole thing is this, this, this season. But, man, they are – I think they're back. You yeah, know what I back, mean? Yeah. Like, we're trying to fuck shit up this year. Yeah, I think – We got um, targets on everyone's back. Yep. I think they're they're definitely out to prove a point. I'm excited for Saturday, Cincinnati. Yo, that's gonna be a good because that's a good and team it's in Cincinnati. Yeah, it's a good team. I'm it's it's that. on yeah. it's on the road, oh, yeah. first road trip of the year. So I think that I think after Colorado, we were like, okay, well, like Salt Lake will be a better test, and now we're like, no, okay, yeah. no, Cincinnati, Cincinnati will be a better that'll be a, be really a better good test. test. I think yeah. we're looking pretty good so far. I'm definitely more encouraged for sure. Oh yeah. yeah. When I saw the result, I was like, "What?" Because like, we lost the Real last year. We did. It was embarrassing. Twice. Yeah. I think. Mm. I don't remember exactly. They made the playoffs, right? They, they made they the playoffs. Made we, didn't. we didn't. We didn't. <laughs> so that's really good. We're making some strides. Yeah. Um, Michael, one thing before you move on to your next point, I was just kind of wondering how you like, in a couple sentences, how would you sum up the first half? of that game first half was fun to be honest uh like you said at the beginning rsl started out a little strong they faded really quick but mm-hmm. the sounders kept control 
Yeah. That's what I love. Like the like compared to the Colorado game, they did a lot of wing play. They did the same in the first half of this one, but also it was more it felt more controlled. Yeah, and I, I maybe I'm having a little bit of recency bias and thinking about like the second half more, but I just kind of felt like in the middle of the park um Rusnak, Jao Paulo and Nico a little bit and then um was Nico playing this in uh centrally with those yeah, two guys? Okay, yeah. So those three guys were finding really good space in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. Um which won't happen every game. But yeah. Did you feel like that was the case for the first half as well? Because it was definitely in the second half, but not as much in the first not half as much for me. In, okay. Uh, I think after, especially after the halftime break, they probably talked things over, figured it out. Yeah. Which is nice. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, um, I kind of liked what we did last week. How we talked about like who we would give man of the match to. Mm-hmm. So in your eyes, I who's hate it? hate to admit it. Alex Roldan deserves a shout-out. He gets hand in the match. <laughs> Got the two assists, even if one was an accident. Yeah. But on that right-hand side, he, he had a nice game. He up. looked so good. Right. Yeah, he had a him, really and, nice him and his brother, that connection on that side is just insane. Yeah, great chemistry between the brothers. The brothers rolled on. It hurts, but, you know. <laughs> hopefully it's a sign Yeah. that he's just going to – he'll have hopefully a breakout season. And he even, I would say defensively, he – held his own mm-hmm. like we much, said much better than i've seen from it yeah a while. not the best test uh no. playing against real salt lake but still i mean he held his own mm-hmm. i mean even against a, a horrible rapids team he still showed some signs of like oh, yeah like, what are you doing yeah and he he found himself in some one-on-ones against um saverino mm-hmm. who's a decent a pretty good attacking player yeah um and he, I, I feel like he held his own but max what about you who, who i was you? gonna say Roman. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that's who act- that's, that's who actually got it too. Yeah, for my money, Heber. Oh like, yeah, that's another one. He seriously, I think I put it in the group chat. Like checking back to the ball, holding the ball up, or one touch, getting it off his foot, keeping the team moving forward. I loved that, mm-hmm. and Raul can definitely do that. But I think Raul is a little bit more. Um, he he just wants to score. Yeah, he, he, he that's that's like scorer, the yeah. first thing on his mind is can I turn and shoot? Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool to see Heber checking to the ball, holding it up, or dishing it off. And I mean, he just found himself in great spaces all night, and that's how he got his goal. Yeah. He he just found himself in a really great spot, and um, Roldan mishit the shot, mm-hmm. and you know, Went first right time down. finish from Heber. So for for my money, Heber man of the match. Yeah. Roldan deserved it though, not taking anything away from um, him. So how was Heber just injured last year? Is yes. That, is that why he didn't put up the most numbers? Yeah, that's why. That's the really only what reason about, why. How did he do in twenty twenty? Do you remember? I don't remember. I know everyone was excited when they when he came. Yeah, like, and that was twenty. That was that was twenty twenty. Yeah. Okay. Because people were hyped about it. That's why we got him for such a good deal. Because he was injured and kind of unproven at that point. Yeah. I'm wondering if he's just going to kind of go off this year. I think so. Like, imagine having yeah, no, that level of a striker that was, on that money. Like, I saw a quote. I don't know what it said, but Snatcher was just like, in between picking him and Raul, was, he was like, oh, it's going to It's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be tough, yeah. I'm just like, well, that's agree. good. Because I, I feel like we need to fucking, we need competition this year. I like Raul, Yeah, it'll make Raul better, too. Exactly. And it's like, if we can find one. a better option than Raul, shit. Yeah. It's cheaper. 
Although, I want to see... I know this will never happen unless we're in desperation mode, but I want to see Raul and Hebert up top. That's what people are saying, I know too. it's going to give me, like, Oba and Clint. That would be yeah. sick like, if it, they can make that work. But the problem is, who do you drop? Yeah, then you got to drop. Nico, Roldan, and Jordan. That's a good problem to have, though, I feel like. Yeah, and it's also something that if out. someone gets hurt, Schmetzer has the freedom to tweak the formation a little bit mm-hmm. or yeah or if we're if they're going into a game where he feels like ooh actually like a 442 would look good here then you have the option to put both of them up top yeah um so yeah definitely it gives it just gives him more options and do you think Haber's going to start next match or do you think Rawls is going to start? Because I feel like Rawls is not healthy yet. Yeah. But it's gonna be heavy. when it gets to the point where he's healthy and say have a really good game, who do you start? The guy who start who's informed. But I think yeah. it's going to happen next game. I think Rawls is going to get more minutes yep. every single that's, match. That's until what I was going to like say. 90 minutes ready. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, I think Heber will get the Heber start against Cincinnati. Yeah. He's, he kind, he's, he's catching like on backup. quick. Yeah, he knows, yeah. He can he can take the spot though. That's what I'm saying. If he doesn't know his role, then we'll kind of fuck him up. Well, what do you what do you what do you mean by that? Well, it's because okay, a player comes in, say they don't know like okay, I'm gonna be you're gonna be the backup kind of thing. I don't. It's not ex- direct like that, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knows Raul's fucking starter. What if he doesn't realize that he comes in, and he just puts on a show, and then there's gonna be some conflict there. It's like, no, 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 why aren't you starting me? I'm scoring goals. Yeah. You see what I'm well, saying? Well, do you think, like, based on what you're saying, if he knows his role that is for sure the backup, what's he going to do, down tool and, like, not score goals? You well, know, no. like <laughs> what, what's going to happen is Raul, Raul would start, and he wouldn't. there wouldn't be any problems. He'd be like, okay, I understand that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still going to come in and score, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, there's – when you're a goal scorer, I feel like you're, there's an ego there, and it's not a bad ego. It's just I want to be the best. I want to score. Blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. That's just my. Yeah, thought. no, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a that's an interesting thought because yeah. you so know. I don't want there to be conflict. Yeah, and I don't. I think Schmetz, based on what I know of him and what we've seen the past several years, he seems like a really good man manager. Right. Like he has a good relationship yeah, with the players and. He makes sure that the players have good interpersonal relationships, mm-hmm. and Hever seems like a totally like Chill lovable dude. guy. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm thinking like if that, yeah. And I also think that um, Schmetzer plays people based off of merit. You know, if Hebers if Hebers keeps scoring goals as a starter, yeah. Well, then Raul's gonna find himself coming off the bench. Yeah. That, and but I, th- that's I think the thing. that's Raul probably is not gonna like that. My I don't, fear is, I, you know what I mean, I don't think that. To Atlanta United, what? where my fear is like if if Hamper like keeps going, keeps popping off, yeah, and Raul doesn't get the starts because he has Joseph? a bit of an attitude problem. I don't want to turn to a Joseph. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. I know it's not gonna happen that yeah. way. Yeah, hopefully not. But I don't think it, it would. It happens around the league. We'll see. I think Raul has been around the club long enough, and he realizes that the most important thing to the club is winning if the so team's team if the player. team's winning yeah then i think he'll fall in line he was thinking about leaving last year right he wasn't he had offers but yeah yeah I mean. so anywho all right well yeah um 
JMO on the scoreboard again too. Love to see that. I like right after he scored, I jumped on Twitter and I said something like US men's national team keyboard warriors going <laughs> off on. right now. Dude, Justin Morris. Justin Morris. Justin Morris, yeah. yeah. And I tweeted that. I was reading an article, Shout like out a to recap. MLS. Yeah, well I was re- done editors. <laughs> no, it was um it was a recap that I found on the ESPN app, but it was via Reuters. So it was a Reuters journalist, and they called Jordan Morris Justin Morris. Good old Justin Morris, yeah. dude. So, yeah, Justin Morris, congrats on getting on the score sheet again. Yeah, I can't wait for either ECS or just the Sounders admin to start playing with that for the rest of the season. Justin you know Morris. they are. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, is there anything else you guys want to add before we move on? No, I'm good. All right, cool. Go Sounders. Go Durs. Alrighty, guys, it's that time in the show when we move on from talking about the Sounders because uh, we're worried about boring you to giving you a rundown on the rest of the league's results. All the other peasants in the league. Yeah, as Max likes to say. Not me, but Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we all took it upon ourselves over the weekend to watch LAFC versus Timbers. For me, this was a pretty intriguing matchup. Um, LAFC's first home game of the season so they did their whole trophy presentation uh, championship ring presentation so that pushback kickoff which was annoying because on my on the app it said it was kicking off at this time but it kicked off like 45 minutes after that time that was listed what you got what you got max the championship rings are fucking sick they are nice i hate to admit it they are so dope i have never seen a ring like is is it black it was cool that it was black i'll give them that but for me, I don't know, championship rings, it's an American thing. they summer. just, they remind me of um, people when they won state in high school getting, <laughs> getting <No>. state championship <laughs> rings. Um, but the LASC one, They're I'll give them credit. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Cool design. It was really funny. Another note, when they were giving them out, the Timbers were warming up. Oh my God. Right I next saw to them. That Classic shithousery Timbers yeah. right there. They like, warmed up like right by the trophy some or some shit, shit like, like that. that. Like, yeah. Oh, oh, I know Gio did that on purpose. Uh, no way. I mean, Petty. it's like, come on, Petty guys. Wars. Let them have their moment. You know, yeah. I hate them too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I will actually, Michael, let's start with you and just run down the stats. Kind of same thing as you did with the, uh, with the Sounders. Sounders. Yeah. And Overall, it was Sounders. pretty even. Yeah. LAFC, 15 shots to Timbers, 10. Yeah. Five shots on target for LAFC. Six for the Timbers. Who would have thought that? That's weird. Uh, possession, fairly even as well. Same thing. I know why. LAFC, 47%. Mm-hmm. Timbers, 53. Both teams wanted to control the ball as much as they could. It was kind of a... It wasn't me, or was it just an ugly game? Mm. Look at the goal. It was... I, I would say it was... Not ugly, but it was streaky. Like just, I had higher expectations. Dude, dude yeah. both sides of it. Like Timbers can't stop a nosebleed when it comes to a corner kick. Here's the thing with the Timbers. I think for the past couple years, most games they play in are ugly. They Absolutely, they make yeah. games they make games That's really true. scrappy. I never about that. And at a certain point, it's you kind of unfortunately got to give them credit. <laughs> Um, at least they're consistent. But they, yeah, they, they make they kind of make teams play the way they want to play. Yeah. Even yeah. when it's LAFC, who's probably has some of the prettiest style of play right. in the yeah. league. And then there was a PK against them, yep. and then it was 
Giorgio Chiellini. Got yes, a little tap in the, one the first corner. goal. Yeah, Chiellini. The I thought for sure he retired. Oh, no. He's just old. And it was a, in the run of play. Or third goal, I'm sorry. Third goal, yes. Against yeah. the Timbers. Yeah. And then the two goals, the Timbers scored. One of them was Evander. Mm-hmm. He scored his first goal, yeah. And that was kind of just like a whatever. He's cheeky. Yeah, and then the second he's, goal he's so was just a fucking scrap in the box, I thought, right? I think so. Yeah. Like, it was just a breakdown in defense. So it's like ugly-ass goals. Not a pretty game, but you're right. I think they scrapped those there in the end. I'm excited to see how Evander kicks off after this one. Yeah, like, he's, he's still first two games. He's still, like, he's still like getting his feet yeah. into yeah. it. But. He's he was still doggy paddling in yeah. that game. You know, <laughs> he hasn't way to put it. broken out into a full stride yet. Yeah. Um, but I I don't know for for the times where he was kind of able to grab the game by the scruff of the neck, he looked good and he did, he had a couple cheeky passes, a couple cheeky moves. I'm yeah. like, all right, this I like this guy. He's gonna be yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully he can maybe make. Timber's brand of soccer a little bit more exciting and easier yeah. on the eye because, like I just said, they just like to make things scrappy and ugly. But yeah, hmm. um, yeah LA came out firing as you know they, they had the trophy they presentation, yeah. like you kind of expected it. Uh, Baguana, I think, is how you say it, or so, I'm terrible with names and I probably misspelled it when I typed it out. Um, but he had his he had the first chance for LAFC in the third minute. Um, he had the right foot like in shot with his instep that just missed the uh the far post it's a really pretty shot when it came off his foot i was like goal and then it just went wide um and i thought that set the tone i thought that was going to set the tone for the first half but then it was was a little back and forth Uh um great to see eric williamson back for timbers oh yeah he's good too he's He's a really good player, and I hope he can stay healthy and hopefully get back with the national team. I also hope he can get away from the Timbers because he was yeah. wanting to leave this summer. But mm-hmm. he didn't get out of there, there, dude. Um, yeah, they they were definitely trying to get play started through him, but I thought LAFC did a pretty good job of um, like nullifying that. Like yeah. they were like, there was a couple times where he got the ball and was had time to turn, but um, yeah. LAFC made sure to like put that fire out as much as they could. What do you? Um, I don't know if it was just me, but despite the score, I felt like LAFC was missing something. Yes. Yeah. I can't tell that you cutting what. Edge. It was just no. something. Something in the just in the front not, line was just not there. Just wasn't there. Uh, you know, they lost a lot of really good players. I yeah. Think, like, for the, over the off season, um, Dale, and then uh, what's his name? <laughs> Chu, Chu, uh, Chuko. Is that his name? Chucho or Chuko, the guy with like the slick back yeah. hair, shaved on the sides. Yeah, yeah. absolute stud. Yeah, he's the a piece of shit. Yeah, that guy. Um, <laughs> he went back to Mexico. Didn't oh, Chuko. Mm. Yeah. Um, he and was. Then they lost uh, Escobar, and then they lost uh, Blessing. No. Blessing. They lost. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't think player. he really played um, that much last year. Uh, the defender. They got Aaron Long bumped. They did get Aaron Long. He I came in at the end. Yeah, yeah the to shore up the back. I didn't see that part. <laughs> they gave up two goals. I mean, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's I mean, he came that's, on. Yeah, that's Typical Aaron Long shit. No, I, I think he came on after the second goal was scored, yeah, in fairness. And then, Man, I thought for sure he was coming to Sounders. Yeah, he was I thought supposed for sure. to. I would have loved to the Sounders, but I still hate him. Like the week leading or the weekend leading up to 
him being announced with LAFC, he was like hanging out with Roldan and JMO, and I know they're friends, so like they would hang out no matter what. But I, I saw those like pictures on Instagram and stuff, and I was like, oh yeah. I was telling my wife, I was like, he's signing with the Sounders, no doubt. He's chilling with Jordan and uh, Christian all weekend. I actually have a little uh, insider news. Oh, let's go. Here we go. Uh, apparently, he was literally about to sign for the Sounders. Like the options were literally the Sounders or LAFC, and the LAFC came in with a slightly better offer. But he, but I talked talked to his agents and people that work with him. He was he was almost dedicated. He was dedicated to the Sounders until LAFC came. That's fucking bullshit. Man, I mean, I hope it works out for him. But I I kind of feel like he would have found himself in a better yeah, position. Yeah. Sounders. Um, but I'm biased. Oh, and so. another one they lost was um, Eddie Seguro. Okay. He's a good player, too. He was, yeah. He was that, they lost a lot of big players. And so I don't expect a lot of I mean, LAFC's going to be good for a good rotation. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be as good as last year. Yeah. So overall, I felt like. It was a good game. It was expected. Yeah, and I think LAFC felt comfortable most of that game, and then Portland made it it scrappy and interesting at the end. There's usually a rivalry with those two teams. Yeah, yeah. So. Definitely. Okay, cool. Well, um, moving on, Michael, why don't you fill us in, us and the listeners, in on um, Vancouver and San Jose. Uh, Another another sad match. The other game that you watched. You did. Scored again. Yeah. It's not a sad match for the Whitecaps, to be honest. Sad? Yeah. Uh, try to control the game. Look better than they did last season. But still, like, second half just lost it again. They scored the opening goal, just like they did last week. They need week. to find ways to close games out. <laughs> uh, Schopf did. No the Austrian. Signed from the Bundesliga. Bundesliga. Nice. The Bundesliga. Uh, Whitecaps, they looked good in the first half. Thought they were a better team, even despite the goal. But then the second half comes around, and then there's seen a breakdown. Yeah. I see a trend happening already, and I hope, <sighs> hope it doesn't happen again. The defense is just not. Mm, yeah. Not, something's not clicking. And I hate to do this. Uh, Russell Tiber is probably the worst midfielder in the entire league. He is. Okay. Damn. He he is a Whitecaps Whitecaps club captain. He's been there since the very beginning. He's a club legend. He's not that old, but he's just not very good. He's like an MLS 1.0 type player, and he just can't keep up. Literally, the moment he came in is when his goals started leaking, and the team yeah. just looked disjointed. Do they still have Brian White? They still have Brian White, yeah. How's he doing? He hasn't scored yet, but he's looking decent. Mm. They signed a new striker from um, Osberg in, from the Bundesliga. Is that the same one he said he scored? No, someone oh. else. This is the midfielder. Okay. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I feel bad for the Whitecaps. San Jose looked like a really good team in the second half. They mm-hmm. brought it together. I think they could be a dark horse for a playoff. Oh, okay. Is that their second win? Uh, they no, no, they lost last okay. week. Okay. So they're one and one, while the Whitecaps are zero and two. Who else is in that game? Kane's still there. Who? Kane. Cade, yeah. Cade Cowell. Who's now Yeehaw. being? He's being watched. <laughs> he's being looked at by some uh, European clubs. Yeah. Championship teams, I'd say. He'd fit in there. Yeah, he would. Mm. Be good growing opportunity for him. Yeah. Like, I'm going to keep tabs on the Whitecaps all season, but mm-hmm. I'm expecting disappointment. Damn. Hope the best for them, because, I, I, like, Cascadia's just I would be more okay fun. With, 
when they're yeah. like winning. Yeah. yeah. It's more Make fun. it more competitive. Really nice fans. I mean, all of Cascadia games are always intense regardless of yeah. form, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, what other game did you watch? I also watched the Atlanta and Toronto. Oh, game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Walk us through that. As well, right? Yeah. I thought it was a really fun game right from the start. Uh, Atlanta was the stronger team. Yeah. One thought there was no. Sure. Toronto uh, lucky to walk away with a point. They're lucky to walk away with a point. But it was a good goal from Brennan Dis- Yeah. But didn't Toronto Toronto scored first, right? Toronto did score first. Yeah. So, I mean, they gave up a lead. And um, not to get too far ahead of things, but at the end of the game, it was just like Atlanta attack, Atlanta attack, Atlanta attack. Somehow Toronto hung on. Yeah. I'm there was a couple close calls where, you know, Atlanta got some great opportunities and just didn't have the um, the finishing pass or the, the quality shot yeah. in the end. Their new Greek striker got his debut. Yes, he, from he looked, Celtic. He looked lively. Yep. So I think once he actually gets going, I think I, I'm, he's one of my like players to watch the rest of the season. Yeah, for once sure. Once he actually gets starting. For sure. What's his name? I'm not going to try. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can't. Giacomakis? Yeah, I think, I think that's pretty close. Yeah. I think that's pretty close. Toronto, like you like you're saying, Toronto held their own. Yeah, they weren't they didn't play bad by any means, but Atlanta was just that much better. Atlanta mm-hmm. has drilled this team. Yeah, I'm glad are. that Atlanta has stuck with him. Like I was get, give it, give him yeah. some time, give him some time. Um, Almada, he controlled the game everywhere. He he played as a ten, but he literally baller. was up and down. Yeah, from box to box. That's awesome. That's so cool. I expect him to be a player of the season. Potentially by the end of it. Ooh. I what think, a pick. I, I think uh, on the back of the World Cup. Yeah. A chip on the shoulder and he looks and he's playing like it too. Yeah. He's definitely one to watch for moving forward. Player of the season. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll I'll get back to you say, on. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll make a pick on that too. I'll get back to you on who, who I'm going with. We'll see. Um, all right, cool. Well, unless you got anything else, I can go ahead and close this section out. Oh, I saw with, the game. Um, yes, you did. Yeah. What match did you watch? St. Louis uh, and Charlotte. All right. So I won't close this out. <laughs> <laughs> Max is going to do it. Quick. Sorry um, about that, dude. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I watched this game. It was actually a really exciting game because it was in St. Louis, their new little stadium they got going on. Nice TIFO. Pretty nice TIFO. I liked it. Uh, I saw somewhere on Twitter today that it was like, because they used the whole stadium TIFO, mm-hmm. and they, they did the whole, you know how in the stadium it says STL yeah. on the seats? They did the exact same thing. No, I don't know if that's a normal thing or if that's a lazy thing. Well, I think, for what stadium. they were trying to get off, it works. And the only way, like... No, but they already had that on the seats. Yeah, but what um, are those fans supposed to do? Vacate those seats? No. You remember how we did the full stadium TIFO with the MLS Cup with the Seattle Sounders? We didn't have that in the seats. It wasn't, like, temporary. We just did it for the seats. From holding stuff up? Because everyone had a... Yeah, so... One of those. Never mind. I'm not even going to get into it. Keep going. Um, <laughs> and so that was the only thing for that presentation but it was cool uh the crowd was crazy i think it was standing like orlando stadium kind of thing it was cool um the game was pretty good it was weird because charlotte 
was very, uh, it seemed like this was a better team. And then St. Louis just somehow fucking came, came out, out ahead. <laughs> there was that, the, the one goal that the Charlotte pass. scored was, oh, I don't know how to say his name, Copetti? Copetti? Copetti. C-O-P-E-T-T-I. Copetti. Copetti. He received a pass from whoever was on the right side wing. And it was just like a cross in the run of play. It was so, I was telling Michael this, it was so like, it was like a bullet cross. Mm-hmm. And then he goes up and heads it just barely in the run of play. And perfect header. It was like, that made, I was like, whoa, that was crazy. Um, but then the left, the, the, the three goals that St. Louis scored were just trash goals. Like, Bill Tuloma, 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 own goal. Um, oh, he plays for Charlotte now, yeah, that's right. <laughs> PK in the 45th, extra time, mm-hmm. and then the back pass. The back pass. Yeah. <laughs> Second week in a row they've yeah, gotten. Yeah, so I mean, it, it's not, I don't know, St. Louis can hang, it seems like, but they felt like they were forcing everything up top. They were um, yeah, you I would. Know, was it cohesive? I would say Charlie was taking their chances correctly. They were for, they were just forcing St. Louis, and that's why the possession game was all off. I would say that's what happens when you're playing your first home game of your inaugural MLS season. You're a little bit jazzed up, and you're trying to entertain the fans yeah. a little bit more. So that's True. I think that's gonna happen in the situation. But that stadium like that. was definitely really cool. Like rocking. You and you were saying they have like a terrace area where it's like standing room only. So yeah, no, that's just like uh, I, that's the fan section. It's that's just so like Orlando. Cool. That's so like, cool. I like that. Yeah, I I wish we had that to be honest with you. I think it'd be really fun. I think we had. You need know what to make it like, more though. compact. I don't, I don't know yeah. what it would be like. Like I, like LAFC has standing room, right? I'm not sure if they have a terrace or not. Something like that. Um, but um, one thing I gotta note is that one player that caught my eye was Klaus. Dude, that guy's fucking. Huge. Yeah, the Brazilian <laughs> Klaus. The Brazilian Klaus. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, dude. That big boy. He's 6'3". Yeah, he looks like a six monster. 6'4", maybe? Dude, I did. Watching him run is what terrifying. A <laughs> what a pickup for them, but I don't know. He's still, he scored still twice Ryan. already, so that's the second time. That's crazy. But, yeah, good game. Nice. I think Charlotte has, or they, they're going to improve. Like, they're a good yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. And they have a good keeper, uh, Cisniega or something like that. Yeah, Yang, Yang, whatever. Cisniega, yeah. He's from LAFC. I actually really like him as a keeper because he's just like clinical, super clean. Mm-hmm. Seems to, um, he doesn't make rookie mistakes. Yeah. So. It's funny, like, I mean, I'm trying to obviously watch more MLS, but I predominantly watch European. Mostly EPL, um, and at least on that side of the world, there's a big emphasis on keepers being able to play out of the back. Mm -hmm. And there's a handful that can do it, and there's some that can't really do it. Mm -hmm. But after watching, consuming that so much, and then watching MLS, no keepers can play out of the back. (laughs) And it's just... No matter how hard they try. (laughs) Some keepers are so cringy in MLS. Um I would say, like, yeah, I mean, I don't even want to, like, get into that too much, but it was something I thought about, and this is a perfect transition, um, when I was watching Miami versus Philly, because, God, Philly's, or no, not Philly, Miami's keeper at one point, like, took a goal kick and played it, like, 
to midfield, like right to the attacking player Philly. on Philly. <laughs> Phil, I don't know. Phil, he ma- he ended up making a good save, which so he kind of made up for it. But I was just like, oh, geez. Make silly um, the keeper's name is Drake Calendar. Oh, he came pretty, from the draft. Apparently, he's, he's pretty good yeah, keeper. He had like a ton of saves week one, I want to say, and he actually, other than that mistake, he had a pretty decent game defensively. Yeah. Um, but this was a really entertaining game. Miami ended up coming away with the three points. They won two nil. Um, and so it's Miami's second straight win. They've won both of their games two nil. Um, I'm not even sure why I picked to watch this game. I think. Just about the stadium too. yeah, yeah. I'll get into that in a little bit. I think it's probably just because Yedlin plays for Inter Miami, yeah. and also I know Philly's a great team. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, this could be a pretty good game. Yeah, and it was a really, really good game. Um, let me reference my notes really quick here. Miami, they almost scored in under 20 seconds, like really, like straight from the get go, um, moving the ball. Really nice. Um, and then Philly also had a pretty early opportunity. But um, I can't remember who took the shot, but it was a rocket, and it, it went right into another Philadelphia player. Um, I think it would have been a goal if he had found a way to get out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Miami Miami pretty much, I would say, they looked the better team. Um Philly kind of looked like they're still, even though they won their first game 4-1, they, they looked like they never really got going um, against Miami. And I think part of it was they had their eyes on their Champions League game, which is Thursday, this coming Thursday. So I think they were maybe a little bit more focused on that. Uh, zero, nil, nil draw. Oh, good, good oh, so that game already happened? Yeah, oh, okay, cool. For some reason I thought it was Thursday. But um, on the Miami side, Rodolfo Pizarro. That was when he took the shot. He he's so he he's yeah. so smooth. Like the guy, he never looks bothered. He he's like when he gets the ball, he just he's so smooth. He also he's he gets on with the game when he get because he gets fouled because he's a good player, so he's dribbling mm-hmm. around guys. He gets fouled quite a bit. He from what I saw in this game, he he just gets on with it, which is great to see because in this day and age, like. You know, you get fouled, you roll five times, and, and cry. <laughs> yeah, cry a little bit. A little tear Classic comes out. Um, but he he just gets on with it, so um, that was cool to see. But yeah, Miami's first goal was a bit of a worldy. Thirty um, second minute goal from Jean. Um, he's got to be French. Uh, buried a rocket from like eighteen plus out uh, after some great dribbling from Pizarro to keep possession under heavy pressure able to get a little bit of a pass off to Jean who uh, buried the goal and then um, that was a little bit before halftime so my first half thoughts were uh, Miami was definitely the cleaner team in possession um, but the game like I said started with great pace both teams having great scoring opportunities um, and then towards the end of the first half after Miami got the goal the game lost a little bit of its edge but it picked picked back up in the second half um was pretty back and forth up until miami scored and uh, miami's second goal somehow was better than the first goal it was um i want to say uh, what was the midfielder's name um mota i think his name yeah. is he's brazilian yeah. he has like he he's only played in the brazil syria i think that's what's called in brazil up to this point 
he tried to like chip a ball over the top to someone just making a direct run in the box but um bryce duke was making a run like a pair or not a parallel run but a horizontal run towards the middle of the Mm -hmm. field and he like inadvertently i think he like intercepted the pass took it off his chest and first timed it with his mm-hmm. right foot this from like from like 18 yards beauty. out buried it. it it the um the guy calling the game said forget goal of the week that might be goal of the season mm-hmm. and it was it was beautiful I, I like i made my wife watch it like i was like whoa, whoa hold on because she was like talking to me i was like you need to watch this goal <laughs> rewind like, it Wait, stop. yeah i made her watch it um so yeah super entertaining game um, all right, cool. Well, let's go ahead and talk about um, a couple of teams throughout MLS. So for the listeners out there, what we've done is we've each drawn a couple of teams at random to just walk you guys through, educate you on. Because um, I feel like with MLS – uh, it's pretty you you really only pay attention to your like local team yeah whereas like the bigger leagues in the world it's there's more knowledge out there on a handful of teams mm-hmm. a ton of teams so i feel like that's kind of what we're trying to do here is yeah, just like educate the listeners. yeah educate the listeners um maybe you'll find something out about a team that will make you want to watch them during their next game or something like that so maybe it tickle your fancy yeah exactly so I will lead us off. Um, one of the teams I drew is New England Revolution. And this is a cool team because they are one of the 10 original MLS clubs um, that competed in the inaugural season. So other teams like that would be Kansas City, um, FC Dallas, which I think, were what were they called back then? Dallas Burn. Dallas Burn. Um, so yeah, that's, that's one of the cooler things for me about New England Revolution, but, um, they play their home games at Gillette Stadium, which is actually where the Patriots play too. Still called Gillette? Yeah, it's still called Gillette. How's that? Um, I'm guessing because Gillette's probably a Boston or New England company. Yeah. Um, and the, the club's actually owned by the Crafts as well, who own the Patriots. So if you're if you're a Patriots fan and you don't really have a favorite MLS team, this is this, this be might be your team. This might be, for you. yeah, this might be your team. Um, and then let's see here. So yeah, they kind of have had a little bit of a resurgence over the past couple of years. In 2021, they won the Supporter Shield, um, and going into MLS playoffs that year, they were probably the favorite to win it all. Unfortunately, they didn't. Um, but other than that supporter shield, they they won the Open Cup in 2007, the North America Superliga in 2008, which I need to look that up because I don't, even, I, don't, I, I don't even know what tournament that is. I meant to look it up before we recorded, but but uh, didn't have time. And then, um, like I said, they won the supporter shield in 2021. Now they've never won the MLS Cup, and out of the 10 original teams – them and Dallas are the only teams that haven't won it but and it's even yeah it gets even worse for New England because they made the final in 2002 2005 2006 2007 and 2014 and they were not able to go with the trophy in any of those appearances so 
a little rough for them, but like I said, over the past couple of years, they've had a little bit of a resurgence. So hopefully they can find their way back and get their hands on that uh, coveted silverware. Um, so yeah, now they're, they're managed by Bruce Arena, who um, he's been a manager of several teams in MLS and was the U.S. men's national team coach for a while. So they're in good hands as far as someone who's been around the block. He knows how to win. He's been in a lot of different pressure situations. Um, and yeah, their supporters. It's always kind of cool for me to like look up supporter groups. Because um, at least in MLS. Actually, I think throughout the world, like a lot of big supporter groups, they give themselves names. Yeah. A lot of times the names cool. are yeah, cool. Like they're entertaining. So the New England supporters are called the Midnight Riders. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, and then there's an, there's another group called the Rebellion. Um, so so those guys, I don't I don't know how crazy they are. I need to watch a New England home game this year to um, be the judge of that. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe I'll watch the game against New York Red Bull because that's their main rival, according to Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Um, and then last thing I wanted to end on was just some notable players, current and present. So I'll touch on the current players first. Um, Gustavo Bo, who um, I'm pretty sure he was their leading scorer when they won the Supporter Shield in 2021. Mm-hmm. And then Carlos Gill, who was like huge. He put up crazy assist stats um, in the past couple seasons. And he's actually the fun player to watch. I remember I watched a New England game last year, and he's he makes their offense tick. And then other than that, we've, we're looking at Josie Altador and Bobby Wood, who are, if you know, U.S. men's national team. That's probably where you recognize those guys from. And then some legendary players, past players that have played for the Revs are Taylor Twellman, who I'm pretty sure is their all-time leading scorer. Yeah. Jermaine Jones, yeah. who might have only been there for a season or two. Oh, no, 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 no. 2014. Yeah. But, um, and then probably the, the biggest name that have played for the Revs is uh, Clint Dempsey. Juice. Fulham legend. Sounders legend. One, one of my favorite players of all time across all leagues all divisions so yeah that, that's what i got on the revolution next week i'll tell you guys about fc cincinnati it looks like max wants to add something about the uh, revs red bulls is the other team that didn't get the cup there's oh okay three there's three the metro stars three of the original 10 have not won the mls Dallas, cup the other New seven York, have New England. Sad. Yeah. they'll get there one day yeah. i got high hopes um, all right, Michael, you look like you're chomping at the bit. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> all right, so the team I drew was D.C. United, another founding fathers of the league. <laughs> uh, they're actually one of the most historic clubs in MLS. They actually won a stupid amount. They're actually one of the first – they're actually the first MLS team to technically win the CONCACAF Champions Cup. Oh, yeah. Before it changed the Champions League. Yep. The whole thing. Uh, they have four MLS Cup titles. Four supporter shields, three U.S. Open Cups. They've made the playoffs five different times, and they have been Eastern Conference champions at least six times. Hmm. Which, but the problem is they haven't done anything notable since, since 2014. 2014. Chill, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Stop aging us. It's not good. Um, they're they used to be super fun to watch, like. I mean, when I was a kid, like playing like backyard <laughs> soccer, I knew DC United. They were the team. Yeah. But yeah. Why do you know DC United? Be honest. Freddie, you do. Yeah, That's yeah, why Freddie, you, you do. Yeah. Anyone who says they were they liked DC United when they were a kid. Oh, I didn't like DC United. I knew of DC United because, because of, of Freddie. You do. Who was on backyard soccer? Freddie, you do. Yeah. There we go. Was he on backyard soccer? Legend. <laughs> no, he was. He was on there. 
Um, back to that though. Yeah. <laughs> they they took a nose dive hard as soon as Ben Olsen took over as the manager back in 2014. Literally ever since then they've been kind of the laughing stock of the entire league. They've been really bad every single season. Like, and somehow Ben Olsen was in the job for 10 years. He, he's a club legend himself. He, That's like Kansas City. It's like Kansas City. They're, they had their manager forever. Uh, he he started with the club when they first came into the league. He retired with them. But mm. there was poor poor choices on their end. And they, There's a conspiracy in there we could make up. There, oh, there has to be. <laughs> they haven't had really notable players besides... Besides maybe Ben Olsen, Eric Winalda, those are the big ones that stand out to me. Uh, Wayne Rooney, ever heard of him? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> now, back to Wayne Rooney. He's now the current manager yep. after playing for them. After his short stint at Derby in, uh, in England. It's actually Derby, but... Fuck off. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, their, their crowd there is actually pretty decent for being so bad. Like yeah. Their fans are dedicated. Loyal. They're very, very loyal. That's good. They shouldn't be, but, you know, hey. what it is, what it is. <laughs> but I think what's really – uh, past two, day, two games, their fans starting to turn out more and more. They're excited. They're yeah. hungry. Wayne Rooney has got this team wanting to play harder, and they have, they're out to prove something. There is a viral video going around. I don't know if you guys have seen it. But he is talking to the entire team, like, before a match, and he's like, look, everyone's laughing at you guys. No one's going to take us seriously this year. We just need to fucking do it. And I think I did see that hyped. video. The players are hyped. They are behind the manager. I have a good feeling, maybe not this year, but maybe next year they can actually be a decent team. Yeah. Uh, notable players right now that they have. Uh, the legendary Christian Benteke. Let's go. Up top. Yeah. Uh, Matthias Klick from Leeds. Great midfielder. Great midfielder. He's 30 years old, but he's still looking really good so far for yeah. some games. Uh, they have another uh, Greek midfielder, uh, Fontas. They signed from the Austrian league. Nice. He's looking pretty good so far as well. And then uh, Pedro Santos, who's actually kind of he's been bouncing around the league a little bit. He got his start in MLS with the Columbus Crew after coming from Portugal, and he's a decent outside mid for them. Okay. Uh, they went through a massive squad overhaul, mm -hmm. and Wayne Rooney is building this team from the ground up. Yeah. Yep. I feel like he um, just based on what he went through at Derby. He's a he's a good man for that job right now. Yes, yeah. there's there's a lot of shit going on at Derby, and he he did his best best that he could. He's a good man yeah. manager. It's just, he didn't have yeah. the club backing him, but DC United seems they want to back him one hundred percent as much as they can. So can I? Hi, hello. That's DC United. Yeah, a little funny. Cool. That's a funny little segue there. Um, okay. Um, I had uh. Sporting Kansas City. I'm not gonna go into. That's another OG team another too, OG right? Another OG team. Um, I'm not gonna go too into depth because it's yeah. I mean, it's Sporting Kansas City. Um, yeah. What do you really need to know? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, let me pull up my notes here. Um, sorry, but one of the original ten, mm -hmm. they have very similar trophy case the two Sounders, the Sounders, mm. one Sporter Shield, two MLS Cup, four US Open Cups. Mm -hmm. Um, no Champions League, obviously. Um, they were the Wizards at first, which was kind of cool. I don't remember when they changed their name at the moment. KC Wizards? Yeah, the KC Wizards. I don't remember when they changed their name. Uh, I think 2010. Mm. And then they played Children's Mercy Park in the middle of fucking Missouri. Good Kansas City. Missouri. Missouri. 
Um, they're supporters. Don't they call them the Blue Hell or something? Some Welcome to Blue Hell or some bullshit like that. Some goofy scary. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, I, would, I think it would be kind of a cool stadium to go and see and experience a game there. They got a pretty decent squad, from my understanding, but they they're just always play. hurt. Yeah, they're just always hurt. Um, Johnny Russell, Johnny Russ, and fucking Graham Zuzzi still plays there. He'll Graham Zuzzi. He'll never retire. And then Alan Polio, um, Kari Shelton. Kari Shelton. OSU. Oregon State University legend. legend. Yeah, yep, played, a, played against him. Played against him. Um, so yeah, and then they have, uh, oh, what's his name? Shoot, I forgot his name. The other play, Daniel... Soloy. Oh, Soloy. Yeah, that's their other really good player. He's, okay. He seems like a really cool guy. Um, but I think they finished last last year in the Western Conference. Yeah, that's, they did. I think that's oh. accurate. <laughs> Sucks to suck. Um, but this year, I think they have a two ties. I can't remember. No, they lost to Portland yeah, one nil in the opening they got, week. They tied uh, the Raptors last week. Oof. So, um, not a great start not, for them. Not a great start for Casey. Hopefully it gets better. Exactly. But, yeah, Casey, Casey Wizard, change your name back to it. Yeah, Casey. yeah Max is a big uh, OG guy. Bring back the mascots. Bring back the mascots. And bring back the original God. names. Bring but, them back, dude. If you want right. to Americanize the sport, do it that way. Yeah, I mean, that's true. It's definitely pretty, like, Amer- you yeah. know. American NFL. sports is like, you you know you need your mascots. You need your mascots. And Max is it's for the people. Um. All right. Cool. Well. Yeah. Like I said, next week we will. Oh my God. We will draw. No, we will draw teams. We will draw soon. teams again. But we already have teams lined yeah. up to give you guys information on some new teams. So yeah, talk to you guys about that next week. Anything else? <laughs>